1: Alright, it's time for another Saints Happy Hour quick shot. Uh, Andrew, today we're talking about most underrated player on the roster. And because we threw this together so fast, uh, you have yours picked out. I still haven't figured out who I, I think is underrated on the roster, but you have your guy picked out. So uh, go ahead, who's the most underrated Saint on the roster?
2: Well, yeah, Well, we, we just had a podcast talking about the most overrated Saints of all time, um, which, you know, is, is a little <laughs> negative and we definitely... Fired some shots, so... Um, Bobby won you know, trying to, going won. Yeah, so we... I, I was actually waiting for T-Bob to attack us on Twitter or something, so I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, but, um... So, for me, it's Willie Sneed. And you look at what he's done the last two years, I mean, he's kind of hovered around 900 yards, so you know, he's close to a 1,000-yard receiver. Um, but he's really... I mean, I've heard a lot of Saints fans say he's a number three... Um, so I've heard a lot of Saints fans kind of put him down. I've definitely, I mean, he's not, you know, I think on the radar of most people nationally. So I don't really see Snead as a household name. He certainly didn't come from much. I mean, he was cut by the Browns, kind of a practice squad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he comes to the Saints and makes a team. And, you know, there's been a lot of receivers before him, Meacham, Henderson, Lance Moore. Um, you know, he have been successful at the Saints and then not successful elsewhere. So, um, you know, you could certainly make the claim that he's a product of the environment, but when you look at what he does in the slot, um, he's kind of sneaky strong. You know, he, he can kind of muscle away from other, from defenders, and he runs great routes. He has great field. He's got terrific hands. I mean, he reminds me of Lance Moore, but honestly, I he's I would say he's less explosive, but more of a complete receiver than Moore was for the Saints. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, the... Trust that Breeze has in him, especially on third downs. I mean, I, I just don't think the Saints trade Brandon Cooks away. I mean, that, that tells you all you need to know about how valuable Snead is to this team. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like you said, he's he's even more so than Michael Thomas and Brandon. Like on third down, he's the guy Drew Breeze is looking for. I mean, take for example. I'll take for an example. Not a big, not a not a good moment from the Saints, but I think it sort of illustrates how breeze thinks they're playing tampa in tampa this year have the ball at the end uh, of the game and they can drive down and win and i think it was third down or fourth down and Mm -hmm. tampa just tampa just locked on a sneed and jumped around picked it off and there was no doubt in any there was no i was like Drew Brees is going to Sneed right here. Like there was no doubt of where it was going. Even even though Michael Mike, Michael Thomas might be, end up being better and the, the put up the better numbers, like Sneed is the guy. When it's on the line, he's Drew Brees' first read. And not only that, he's a guy that Drew Brees. Not only will he make the first read in a clutch situation, he'll go screw it. I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it to Willie anyway.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, I think Breeze kind of hovers around 70% uh, completion percentage, for, you know, for a season. And but, but, you know, I think he has a high, higher volume passing, I would say, with the running backs, and that kind of inflates his completion percentage, and the receivers, you know, is usually a tick lower. But Snead is kind of right there at 70%. And for a receiver to have a completion percentage that high, I mean, Again, that speaks to the trust. It it just speaks to, I think, when Breeze goes this way, he feels like it's really high efficiency. Um, And that's, I think, a big part of why this offense operates the way it does.
1: Yeah, I mean, my underrated guy, I'm going to go out on it, and it's going to be a strange one because he's not totally solidified his place among a lot of Saints fans, and he's, he's struggled a little bit to be healthy last year. That's Tyler Davidson. And... I think he's underrated. I think he was a big linchpin last year in what they did against the run.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Which was massively improved.
1: Which was massively improved. Him and Fairley were sort of like the the foundation of what they did against the run. And you look at games that he missed. Like he missed that first Atlanta game against Monday night. And maybe Atlanta just trucks the Saints anyway and runs over them anyway with him. I don't know. But – the fact of he missed and the Saints got run over. Um, I think he's I think he's hugely under he's hugely underrated by fans and national media because his career in the NFL is gonna be a run stuffing, plugging defensive tackle. And those guys they usually don't get paid that great um because people want pass rush from the interior and they feel like they can replace a guy that's a run stuffer. But I'm telling you, man, if the Saints lose Davison, and their run defense is gonna, it, it becomes almost, it it will become almost hopeless, and it'll go back to 14, 15 levels fast. And I think, I think Davison is underrated in that regard.
2: Yeah, I mean the value that he has on the roster, especially with fairly injured and gone for the year, um, or or just you know with an ailment. Um. His importance to the team is, I think, even more significant. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, this, and the, the thing is with this, this roster is, you know, we dive in it so so much that we sort of know it in and out. And I feel like, you know, a, a guy like uh, Willie Sneed is kind of on the national radar. You'll see PFF talk about him and what he does in the slot and how good he is. Tyler Davidson is a guy the national media never talks about and Saints fans in general don't talk about it because he's just one of those guys where he's sort of like I don't know, he's like the foundation of your house. Like you don't think you don't think about the foundation of your house until you see a giant crack above your doorway and you're like, "Oh my god." And if
2: you're a defensive lineman and you don't get sacks, no one no one knows who you are.
1: <laughs> that is that's that's true. I mean, but I feel like I feel like these two guys we mentioned are huge. I mean, I would say it's interesting wide receiver and defensive, defensive tackle are sort of sneaky, fragile with the Saints, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's – well, receiver, I think, was always that way. Defensive tackle, I mean, we were kind of excited about how deep it was. Uh, but that just goes to show you remove one piece. And, and, you know, offensive line, same way. You know, we felt really strong about the depth. But you remove one guy that's kind of a linchpin, and fairly and Armstead were those people. Um, and now they, I would say both of those feel kind of equally thin like the receiving core, but you know, it's amazing that you can take away a guy like Brandon cooks and still feel pretty good about the passing game, but that's what Alvin Kamara, I think in his addition does for this team. Um, you just have to hope that, but I I don't really think Fleener's is a guy. I think Fleener is what he is. I don't really see him having a heavier involvement in the offense and, you know, as good as Michael Thomas was last year. It's hard to envision him catching a lot more balls than he did. I mean, I, I'm sure he can improve on those numbers that he had as a rookie, but he doesn't he have much much higher to go. I mean, he, he had 90-something catches, and you know maybe he gets over 100, but it's not like he's going to get 30. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet.
0: The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. 40% more catches. Um, So I I really think
2: the guy they're going to lean on more and who I think, I mean, I think Snead will be a 1,000-yard receiver in this offense, and he, he may see the biggest uptick. Uh, besides Alvin Kamara um, who didn't play last year obviously but yeah. but I would say he 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 may see the biggest uptick in this offense with Cooks gone.
1: Yeah, and I'm telling you Davidson obviously is going to play more more that Fairley's gone cuz I'm not a, I know people are excited about Onyemata cuz of his physical skills, but I'm telling you if Tyler Davidson can get himself to four sacks, he is going to get paid because yeah, because a team will look at him and be like, "Oh, he's really good against the run. Oh, and instead of having one and a half sacks, he had four and a half." Sure, we'll pay you seven million dollars. Like, so. Uh,
2: I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a quick story about Davidson. Do we have any time left? Yeah, we do. We
1: have 45 seconds. Okay,
2: okay. I will tell you that last year when I was at the Greenbrier, Max Unger was embarrassing. Now I, I include fairly. Rankins, uh, I, Rankins, might, I don't think Rankins had broken his leg yet. So I think I saw Unger go up against those guys. He was embarrassing everyone. Unger dominated. And I remember at the time thinking, eh, I don't know if Fairley's going to be that good because Unger just made him look like a rag doll. Um, and the one guy that was able to kind of power Unger and give him a lot of trouble on the one-on-ones was Davison. And that's why he stood out to me. And I told you at the time, I called you and I said, Ralph, I think this guy Tyler Davison might start for the Saints. Um, and, and it's it's kind of too bad because he had an amazing camp, awesome preseason. And then he kind of immediately got banged up and he played the season, I think, hurt a lot. Um, and I don't think we got a full kind of sense okay. of how good he can be. Um, but, but if he can get healthy through the – stay healthy through camp um, – he made a huge impression on me, and that's the reason why he moved up the depth chart, because of how good he was in training camp.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. So that wraps up this session of Saints Happy yeah, okay. Hour. Yeah, Saints quick shot, whatever. Uh, we're done. Uh, till next time. <laughs>
2: <laughs>